You want the facts? We want to share them with you. Together, we'll boldly unpack the deeper truths inside the real estate industry's most relevant issues. This is Getting Real with Rob. Here's your host, Rob Namfeld. Welcome to today's episode of Getting Real with Rob. Today's guest is Lee Allen, current president, El Presidente of Canopy Realtor Association. Welcome, Lee. Oh, it's good to be here, Rob. Uh, you've got the voice for radio. <laughs> and the really face for it, too. Exactly. <laughs> it's good stuff, man. <laughs> well, thanks for being here uh, today. Um, let's get to know Lee a little bit. He okay. is quite the adventurer. Um, I don't know that we have all the time to, to go through all the stories, but uh, what's your most recent exciting adventure that uh folks would oh, want that's to know a good question um i mean san francisco bay is one yeah that's good uh, I, I, the last triathlon i did and i've i've done over a hundred right i've done over 13 iron man um but the last triathlon i did and it was a bucket race for me was uh escape from alcatraz mm. it's so it's so bad eh? how, how was the swimming on that um so here's here's what the swim looks like Ralph. yeah go ahead strap in here we go i want you to go home tonight our listeners can go home tonight and do the following fill up your wash machine the old maytag fill it up with water all the way to the top throw in a 10 pound bag of ice for the pleasure of it hop in and then start the wash cycle and just hold on. <laughs> it's it's the most unique swim I've I've ever had. It's it's you know it's a brack ocean water. It's it's really what it is. It's right. a bay. Yeah, they take you out on a boat. You and your two thousand of your clo- other closest friends at the time, and they tell you to jump. Seriously, at Alcatraz Island, you jump off the boat, and boys, I want y'all to swim all the way back in there. And the, the advice they give, they it's a mandatory race meeting uh, a day or two before, and they say, your goal is not to finish this race. Your goal is to swim across the river. So there are typically 100 to 150 folks that they fish out of the bay as they're headed out underneath the Golden Gate Bridge. So my job was to swim across that river. And it's, there's no rhythm in the water. It's nothing but current. It's about 58 degree water temperature. Sometimes it's foggy. Sometimes it's not. It's um, challenging to say the least. How did, how did you do uh, in terms of your, your outcome? Did you meet your goals? So, yeah. So age group for me, um, I was in the top 10% of my age group, which is always sort of a goal. And, and it's, that's a bucket list race for a lot of folks. And folks travel from all over the world. To, to race there. So it's a lot of fun. Um, most technical bike I've ever ridden. Uh, that run is an eight mile run and it, uh, it has everything. It has asphalt. It has a little, a single track trail. It has a beach sandy. It has, tra- it, it's, it's got everything that run will kick you in the teeth. It'll kick you in the butt and then it'll kick you in the privates just for the fun of it. <laughs> Speaking of which, oh, okay. our, our listeners are dying to know why, why do you do why, these why would Yeah. Why would someone go put themselves through that? The story goes all the way back uh, about 15 years ago and uh, I'm a five, eight. If you're, if you're looking, you know, if you're seeing me play basketball, You'd see point me guard, the, point guard, point guard, five, eight shooting guard, uh, who's really five, six. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So let's, let's be honest. And, um, on that five, six frame, um, I was putting on about four pounds a year, just extra pounds, just through the years, just through the years. And by that time, this is about 15 years ago, my doctor, who's my primary doctor, a really good friend said, do you, uh, do you plan on weighing 
200 pounds by the time you get to like 45. And I went, shoot, no, doc. I, I mean, I weigh 190, 196 now, but I'm not. He goes, well, four pounds a year, every year. It's going to be there pretty soon. So I, I got real motivated, um, decided I came home and told my wife I was going to go run a marathon. I'm not making this crap up. And I, she says, okay, we'll just have fun with that. <laughs> she had no idea the monster that it was, that it was producing. So the very first marathon was the Charlotte Observer Marathon. Um, that was way back when they would run the course here from Davidson College. It was college then, Davidson College to Queens. And that's, that's the course. It was, it was point to point. Davidson, drop you off. <laughs> you run, you run down the, all the way down. You come into downtown, you run back through, you run Queens. Unbeknownst to me, the first marathon was 34 degrees and driving rain. Oh, geez. And so, exactly. And so I said, well, if I can do that, and I ran it like 415, right? So I just. 415 for your first? Yeah, for that's my not, first. So bad, I said, right? okay. And I went, well, maybe I should, maybe I can, maybe I could break four. So I ran like four marathons in the next year. Right. I just started training, broke four. Uh, I said, well, maybe three forty five. Huh? Do that. Got to Chicago, ran three thirty. Wow. And then I said, OK, I'm only 10 minutes away at the time. I was only 10 minutes away from qualify from Boston. OK, let's do that. So um, it took me about four years to find to knock off that last 10 minutes to get to qualify for Boston. But that was a that was a good day. Wow, that's pretty that's a good cool. day. And so in the meantime, all those miles start adding up and you start thinking, I might need to cross this with something else. Let's throw some swimming in. Let's do some biking. And so I got really good at biking. Uh, swim. People ask, why do you do the swim? Because it's the first of three events. <laughs> <laughs> you do it because they won't tell you. It's not a triathlon if you don't swim. So there you go. Yeah, I think I know that from personal experience. Yeah. Uh, I tried to do some swimming earlier this summer and <sighs> I think I forgot how to swim. It's tough. Yeah. The, the, the swim coach, my swim coach says uh, to get faster, you need to slow down. Mm. So it's That's good advice. It, it is. It's so it's, you know, on our runs, we just increase the cadence, maybe get the stride length a little longer on the bike. We just work on all that core strength and that gets us a little bit quicker, maybe get a little more arrow on the swim. It's reach, it's catch, it's pull, it's finish the stroke and it's all mental. Well, the good news for our listeners is that Lee is going to start moonlighting as a personal trainer. <laughs> uh, I will act as his agent. Uh, so I like I'll it. take my cut. But, I like it. I like uh, it. So let's let's uh, let's transition a little, Lee, sure. from your your kind of some of your personal interests to your your professional. You sure. you decided to run for canopy president. Sure. Uh, a couple times. Uh, yep. This time it stuck. They did. Why? Yeah, no, no, you know, and I, <laughs> I love like that. a lot of time. It's, it's, it is, it's a sacrifice. I had the opportunity of speaking to leadership Academy, uh, here at Canopy Roger Association just last week. We talked about that and, and the, the number one thing when you go to call someone and say, Hey, I'd love to see if you would run for an office, if you would be willing to serve is that I, I learn, I love busy people because busy people are really efficient. I mean, they're really efficient. They'll figure it out. Okay, let's, okay, I'm going to need to work a little smarter. I might not watch Netflix. And so the the big thing, you ask a great question and you say, you know, why would you do this? And I think my number one motivation is to whom much is given, much, much is required. Uh, that being said, real estate's been really great to me. Um, I've had a great opportunity to buy property, to help folks move from, you know, where they are now so I would say where they are now to their desired state. 
um, and watch that change. And it, it, it will change families. It, and, and you, you meet folks in such interesting place. Folks are upsizing, downsizing. Um, my, my in-laws, we had the opportunity of help caring for them for about the last six years of their lives. And so they lived with us. I know what it was like to have three generations in a house and those needs that you have to have. And how do you, how do you all keep your sanity and everything else without being codependent and, and still survive and still sell? Um, but I really just love the mission of what we do here. Uh, for the longest time, our vision was, you know, was to, to educate and equip our members to be yes. successful. And uh, as I came on, I, I was really struck with Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why. Um, I'm a big fan of Simon Sinek. I'm a really big fan of Pat Lancioni. Uh, I'm a, I'm a crazy reader. I do about a book a month, just trying to learn stuff. And we drove back to why, do, why do realtors exist? And, and I think I, I had an opportunity of speaking uh, at a panel just maybe three weeks ago. And I told all those new practitioners, I asked in the room, how many of you guys, there are 300 people in the room. How many, how many have been in the real estate profession 15 years or longer? I was like that many people. There were four hands, you know, and I was one of them. I was like, <laughs> holy cranky. And then I said, I just got to ask how many are five years or under two thirds of the room. And I said, all right, every single one of you need to go home to that tonight and to know your why. Why do you get up in the morning, haul and hope, show and tell, pray, all that kind of stuff? Why, why do you do that? Because in this market, uh, you know, I've told buyers they have to have thick skin. I think agents have to have thick skin too. And you have to realize, hey, I'm doing this because I want to see my community get better, right? And, and that's why we exist. Uh, we were able to repurpose our why for Canopy as to advance the profession and improve communities. And I think it's a lot like chicken and egg. They literally do go hand in hand when realtors really come alongside and help improve, right? Make their profession better. Mm-hmm. They in turn improve their own communities and everybody's communities are different. That's what I love about it. I'm, I'm a redneck from Randolph County, man, <laughs> right? I, you kidding me? I, I didn't grow up in a big urban city center, but man, I, I get a little happy if I go down South end on Saturday morning and you go to the farmer's market and you got all these things to do and this, it, it's just great. And I love seeing people be able to go from where they are to where they want to go and you help them achieve those dreams. I love that, Lee. I love that vision. So, so we're eight months. Well, we're in month eight. Yeah, that's right. That's right. For, for, of your term. We are. How how do you feel? How how are things going? Yeah, I, I love it. Um, I think we have our own challenges. I think that happens with every president. Every president gets their opportunity to make their mark by service. Uh, and it's, I've always often thought this position as a custodian and, and it's, that's, that's my mentality when I come into this, which is mm-hmm. I don't really want to be up front. I really don't. I don't want to be up front. I, I don't mind being out back with a mop and cleaning up stuff if I have to, or doing this or doing that. But what's great is I'm doing my job is if folks come along and they don't know there's any problems. Right. I mean, you know, a a good custodian's taking care of a building and taking care of you or something. And you're just like, I can go do what I need to go do. Well, and I'll tell you, as having been in one of your earlier meetings when you started, um, uh, because my role with Rebic and also, you know, handing the government affairs for, for the realtors, one of the things you said that made an impact on me was I will never ask you all to do anything that I'm not willing to do myself. Sure. You're eight, nine months later. I still remember that. Yeah. 
And I think about that every time I see you. So yeah, that's, that's just, I think that's the way I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. And so it was, you know, it was mostly manufacturing. So that's just sort of my background. I love to make things. And, and so the idea was, uh, I'll never ask someone, you know, I grew up cleaning the bathrooms. I grew up sweeping the floors. I grew up doing all that. I, I, I'm not above that. I do what I got to do to help get us somewhere else. And I think I've had opportunities of, of coaching other uh, business owners. And one of the things is helping everyone in the organization see their contribution to the overall good. And I think that's huge, right? You say, oh, well, you know, the guy in sales, he's the guy that's really killing it because he's the one that's bringing all the stuff. Well, guess what? If the accounting folks aren't processing payables and receivables, Mm -hmm. the guy in sales won't have a job next month, Right. right? Everybody contributes to that whole thing. You just have to know where that is. And then you have to get up and say, hey, I do this because we exist for realtors to advance the profession and improve our communities. Well, and and obviously realtors play a huge role in the the real estate market um, and the real estate industry. And and Rebic, we are made up of sort of the broad swath of interest um, uh, in the industry. Can you tell us a little bit about, uh, you've been involved with Rebic now for a couple of years. Um, You served on the executive committee uh, a couple of years ago. Um, Tell us about your interaction, kind of what, what you think Rebus role uh, truly is. I mean, we talk about, since I've come on, I've, I've sure. a community idea, you know, yes. building the community and the fact that we are all part of that right. is really important to me personally. And also sure. I want to kind of make that imprint on the organization. Can you talk, talk to that a little yeah, bit? Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting because I think it's probably the, maybe one of the top things that our Realtor members have no idea about. Uh, personally, that was the way it was for me six years ago. And I was like, Ribic, uh, real estate. Oh, the building industry coalition. Okay. And, and, and you try to figure it out. But once you get involved, once you get plugged in, you start realizing, man, we're busy building bridges. Um, it, I think Ribic really serves. This is one thing that just stands out for me. Frederick Douglass was quoted as saying, I'll uh, partner with anyone for good and no one to do evil. Mm-hmm. And I think Ribic stands as a perfect example of how we'll go, Hey, look, wow, we don't agree on this, this, and this, but man, do we agree that we need this and we need this in our community? Can we partner with them to do that? I mean, we at least move the needle that way. I saw that at legislative day when we were in Raleigh a month or so ago and we're crossing the aisles. It doesn't matter if you're Democrat, Republican, independent, doesn't really matter. You're like, what can we do to gather to improve our communities. And that's where our coalition comes along and says, look, we all think we know what this, what the future looks like. Uh, if we can all agree on what the future looks like, how we get there, we're probably going to disagree on, but we can, we can find some commonality. We can come along together and let's do this. Mm -hmm. Thank you. That's, that's right. That's absolutely right. Um, so moving forward, um, your term is going to end at the end of the year. Don't tell me. Um, Don't tell me. We still want to have you involved in Rebic <laughs> to the extent <laughs> you're willing to spend well, you that can't time. Get, I'm like a bad penny. Um, I keep coming around, I'm, keep turning over. I'm, either way, I'm going to compete with you at Strides for Shelter every year. Uh, wait, uh, consider sure. it done. Consider that uh, done. I, the, the, the challenge is taken. I did tweak my foot when I was surfing uh, over the weekend. And I'm like, I'm having to like on the bike and I'm having to swim right now. So I'm like, okay. 
okay, I got to get back on that road though. Cause I got to get those. I'm doing, I'm doing four by eight hundreds, Rob. I'm trying to see what I can do to get that well, tempo down to, that to race, be competitive. That race isn't until October 22nd. I got, it's cross country season, man. Yeah. I got plenty of time. Any listeners, you can still sign up. There's still room. Um, I will tell you that this year I am going to break the 24 minute mark. <sighs> okay. I'm going right. to do it. All right. Well, uh, I don't think I will break my PR for that, but I could probably work back down near the 24 minute <laughs> And I'd, I would like to at least be breathing down your neck. And r- rather than you get completely out of sight, just I could just at least see you. I will learn. I have learned this. If I can see you, I can catch you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've seen that in real life. Um, all right. Lee, is there anything that we didn't touch on you'd really like to to a message you'd like to send to the, to the listeners, knowing that they're from all abroad spectrum yeah. of real estate. Yeah. You know, and that's, what's interesting is what, what I love about Ribic is it finds a way to bridge commercial, residential, industrial, warehouse. It, it doesn't matter where you're coming from. We all have different, I'm gonna call it angles, maybe to get to the same thing. And we all want to do that. We all want to see our communities get better. Rivik stands not in the way, but as a part or a facilitator to see that occur. And the best way to help make that is to plug in. It's the two for Tuesday stuff that you're right. It's staying on top of the information that you're passing out and keeping us informed. It's it's when we look at your calendar on your website, which is kick tail right now. Rob. Thank you. That's a great improvement is that you can go to your calendar and say, oh, there's this county commissioner meeting. There's this particular hearing board thing. There's this planning and zoning. And I can find out, well, I should probably go. I mean, I know it's Tuesday night at seven o'clock. I turn to Netflix off and just go be a part. And you start to learn, Hey, these are what the thoughts and the processes are about giving input. We don't know what we don't know. And unless we're willing to learn and we're ribic, I think stands there to help educate us. No, that's great. Uh, I appreciate the uh, the, the calendar. Uh, yeah, that's uh, great stuff, that's, man. That's good. Um, I will tell you, uh, we do prefer when folks are willing to go and actually go to the meetings. Yeah. A lot of that stuff you can watch online. Ah, uh, see. The comfort of your own see, couch. I'm an old guy. Remember, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an old dude. Like, hey, yeah. any of our listeners know I'm in a different age group than Rob. <laughs> so I should get a little. Oh, least, barely. I should, Come on. <laughs> I should get a little bit of a throw up, you know, uh, a little uh, bit of plus or minus a minute or two. Well, Lee, thank you so much for uh, giving of your time today. We very much appreciate it. We will see you next time on Getting Real with Rob. Thank you for listening to Getting Real with Rob. This podcast is produced by the Real Estate and Building Industry Coalition in Charlotte, North Carolina. Learn more about us at rebic.com. That's R-E-B-I-C dot com. We'll talk to you next time.